Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique Vince, my co-host, and today we got Scott Tucker with us, and Vince is going to introduce him, but we're so happy to have him because he's written a book. He's doing some stuff on the veteran and military side that is going to blow your mind. Vince, introduce. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to this episode with Scott Tucker. He is the founder of the U.S. Vet Wealth, originally from Ohio, and a great backdrop he has there. But let's start off and just start telling us, Scott, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, man. Well, hey, a pleasure uh, to be on with you guys. I'm from small town, Ohio. My, my dad was a football coach. My mom was a kindergarten teacher. Um, didn't really think about you know big worldly things, but uh, I had a physics teacher in high school that went to West Point. And I'd always kind of been the guy dressing up in camouflage as a kid. And uh, so, you know, w- once I kind of thought about maybe I want to go into the army, <laughs> when I go to the army, um, you know, I say, Hey, well, why not go to West Point? So that's kind of led me down, you know, the path into the military. And it, I mean, it just so happened. I'm a a 2002 grad. So September uh, 11th of 2001 was my senior year. And if you think back to that time, you know, being at West Point, there was no wars going on that were going to go on at that time. You know, China wasn't a thing. I mean, Kosovo and Bosnia were the most recent Black Hawk Down. I remember getting briefings on that, but it was a it was a completely different mind, mindset shift when that all happened. And obviously, 20 years later, we've all, um, you know, been through the whirlwind of it. And so that's why I'm really passionate about what I'm, you know, working on, because I, you know, being one of many post 9-11 veterans who were very focused on that mission, the global war on terror, and then we're getting out and going to the civilian world. And you kind of realize most other people really weren't paying attention. And it's really hard to, to, to communicate and translate. And then finally, I just wanted to ask myself, who am I? What, what am I doing? What is it? What is this? I'm not in this for a paycheck. Um, you know, that's a nice aspect of it and necessary, obviously. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that's you know, part of what's, what's led me to, um, you know, a lot of these new ideas and, and thoughts and approaches I'm using in my life and I share it. And if it works for others, then, then great. Outstanding though. You, you are doing a great job and, and specifically about us vet wealth. Uh, I, I know you wrote a book. I know that uh, you're active on YouTube, educating all those veterans that are coming out on their wealth. So tell us a little bit more about you as vet wealth. Um, yeah. So when, when I got out, I happened to be in Germany. I was I was dating a German opera singer at the time. And I realized there's going to be no opera singing in Fort Bragg. So I guess I'm getting out of the military. That was my whole transition plan. So I had no plan, no job opportunities. But I ran into a guy. Um, who had said, hey, you could be a financial advisor. And I didn't really know anything about that world or whatever. I'd bought a mutual fund or something uh, from USA, like everybody does. But um, I, he said, well, you can work your own hours and, and, and you just meet people and, you know, it's, you're helping them out with stuff. And I was like, okay, it sounds, sounds like something similar to, uh, you know, what we do in the military and, and what fills us up. So um, and I like the idea of controlling the, the source of my own income. I had just read, you know, four hour work week and rich dad, poor dad, as I was transitioning. So it had me in that kind of mindset. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to try this different path, but, you know, a couple years into it, um, 
I just really got frustrated with what it what it is being a financial advisor. You know, this it, well, it gets a lot of negative connotations, and a, a lot of that's deserved. But ultimately, it wasn't even about that. It was just about like I don't see how this is changing the needle, right? Everybody's getting out and saving for retirement. Oh, I just got to keep working, and, and nobody really seemed happy. I wasn't happy. The clients weren't happy. The firm wasn't happy. The stock market's going. I mean, it just you know, I was just like, what what is this all about? But you know, so that's when I really took a step back. I mean, this is years of a process of me just finally, you know, the soprano dumped me. And so once I finally realized, okay, I got to figure this out on my own now, um, I went back to the States and that's when I started really networking in the veteran transition, you know, military transition community. And I noticed it's all about money, right? That's what we're doing. We're getting out of the military to replace the paycheck. So if it's about money, but then all the financial advice is all about this retirement planning stuff, which is, gosh, 20, 30, 40 years away from when people are getting out of the military. And we're, we're putting all of our eggs in one basket of, of the retirement basket. Sure, it's diversified in there and all this kind of stuff. And that's when I realized, oh, that's how financial advisors justify their fees and all the money managers on Wall Street and all that. It's all really a marketing machine. I mean, if we're being truly honest about what it is, again, not good or bad, you got to save for retirement unless you don't want to. And that was me. And I was like, I'm not worried about retirement because I want to build something. I bet there's other veterans that want to go on that path. But if all their money and all the stuff is all like, oh no, you got to be on a strict budget. Uh, you you got to get some the cheapest insurance. You got to um, save for retirement. You got to get the cheapest mutual funds and all that. I was like, if, if, if 90% of the world's all doing the same thing, then I'm going the other way because that's where opportunity lies. And I realized there's nobody speaking that particular message not that i had the answer but i realized i'm at least going down this path so i'm going to gather all the resources and info i can put a new perspective on the idea of not just saving money but what is wealth and ultimately that that ended with what is us vet wealth and we have a particular you know mission there that focuses on a very narrow niche we we, we think the career military the, those getting a pension are in this really unique spot for amazing opportunity yet they've been in it for 20 years and, and it's not just about following orders sure we got to do that we're used to being in uniform we're all the same but we've also been distracted by 20 years of war right so i haven't really had a chance to think about this kind of stuff and yet we're in a time and this is this is my message before the COVID era but we're in a time of rapid change and let's be honest, the military is a giant bureaucracy. It moves slowly. <laughs> you know, our weapon systems are decades old. Um, and, and so um, we've got to fight the war we're in. And the transition space is also evolving or it needs to evolve, or at least, I, I don't like to get into all oh, what's wrong with tra the transition. I think everybody's doing the best they can and, and for certain avenues. But for that sense, part of our population that isn't aware of other doors, um, we should at least show it. Right. And um, and and that also requires a different financial strategy. Let's be honest. Um, and so that's what I, I, I Wes, we do at US Vet Wealth. And that's what I lay out in my book, Veteran Wealth Secrets. You know, Scott, first, thank you for sharing the journey, the transition and us understanding how to replace that paycheck. Right. From military <laughs> to civilian. Gotta do it. <laughs> you got to do it. But it's true. Um, so question, when when did you actually start US Vet? Um, wealth and how is it holding up with this with the current uh, still pandemic that we had since 2020? Well, um, 
I really started, I went through the Rosie Network. Um, I went through the Rosie Network in San Diego and met Stephanie Brown. And I was, I was, in, I was still, whenever I meet people, I kind of tell them what I was up to military and, and, and money and wealth. And they say, oh, you're a financial advisor for military. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't call me that. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be that. So I was like, oh, I got to go be an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs solve problems, right? They create unique solutions. They might do it in a particular space. And I was like, and then as I got to know Stephanie Brown, um, she was talking to me, you know, being married to um, late Admiral Brown um, about the retirement pension and this SBP payment, survivor benefit plan. If, if you guys know about the, 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 how, how that works, um, it's an issue that most people don't find out about until they're at the retirement briefing. And they kind of take a step back and say, well, this is a lot of money. Um, especially when you add it up over 30 years. And that's when I, and this is the thing I had been solving as a financial advisor. It's like, yeah, you do like, well, most people would say, just get some other life insurance instead of SBP. But that's not what I was doing. I was, I was doing a different strategy with life insurance, but I was only doing it on a one-on-one -on -one basis. But going through the Rosie Network so, allowed me to see the bigger picture and realize, oh, rather than being like all other financial advisors that do everything for everyone, I was going to focus on this one problem. This is a one problem that's very, very, very unique for career military. It applies to information and stuff as well. Um, so it, it can translate. Obviously, VA disability works in much a similar way. And so I, we, I can solve this in a unique way that nobody else is doing. I don't know why nobody else is doing it, but they work. And so it was like years to kind of really, you know, figure it out and try some different things to, to test it. But for those that are working with us and get it and know it's right for them, you know, that's the key. Is, is an alternative right for you? And so, you know, that was the catalyst of, of U.S. Vet Wealth, just really honing in what it is that this unique solution offers. And that way I can offer it to other financial advisors for their clients. I don't have to be in competition. We're just bringing another solution to the table. And I need a solution at that because you're right. You know, we get to that table when, when you, <laughs> when you retire and, and you hear for the first time. Now I, I was a career counselor, so I knew about it, uh, before, but most people do hear it at the last minute and then, oh, what you get one shot <laughs> to decide whether you want it or not. And then it's done. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's one of those things that there's a lot of pressure behind that type of decision which is, could, could be, as you mentioned, a very costly decision if you don't know that there are other doors, like you're saying, that are available to us. So you wrote a book, you're, you're going around, you're, you're doing your, the YouTube, mm -hmm. you're speaking at these conferences and all these things. So what's on the horizon for U.S. Vet Wealth? We decided to uh, create what's called spouse benefit plan. And um, that's really going to be the new marketing around it. Jen's working on a book and we're going to have a, a very special podcast that kind of lays this all out, plays, you know, talks to people, has people tell their various stories and um, really try to speak to the spouse or, or, or open up other forms of communication around this issue. And a lot of people maybe find about, out about it earlier. Um, so it really sweet spots about three years out, but ultimately um, before any health issue might pop up that would preclude you from getting an alternative private solution as opposed to the government one. You know, that's really the, the main thing when it comes down to it. Well, first, thank you again, Scott. For so let's transition somewhat, Scott, and talk about leadership development. You, of course, from a, from a football coach, a kindergarten teacher in Ohio, 
to West Point to an entrepreneur that solves problems. What professional development area do you work on to improve your capabilities as a leader? Um, for me, the most recently, it's, it's all about communication um, and understanding what the art of persuasion is. The things that I, I, I couldn't believe they didn't really truly dive into at West Point, the psychology behind everybody's decisions, the, only, the decisions you make for yourself. You got to learn to lead yourself. Um, as, as part of the process. And so what I, as you get into the business world, you got to learn, you got to do sales and marketing. And what it comes down to is it's all just communication. It's all, you know, it's all you know, stuff I wish I would have known um, while I was a leader in the military. I think I could have been a better leader. Um, and, and so, you know, and of course, in, in this age of multimedia, mass media, social media, there are messages coming about everything that are really dictating your your thoughts and opinions so the real trick to learning communication is understand once you once you can spot the techniques you start to see what other well typically it's advertising but also the news media you see what they're doing the patterns that they use and that kind of stuff and and one you can be aware of it it's a, it's a training tool because this isn't stuff you can really take at school you've got to to the learn to look out for it. and then of course you can apply it to your own communication now, hopefully you're doing it uh, with good intentions because it can be used i mean there's there's books i've read out that say hey this is dangerous and used, used wrong because people are impressionable i i've been duped you know as much as in the next one for big chunks of money you know as part of this process so uh that was my just be naive and and and, and not recognize the stuff so that's just been the biggest lesson uh for me um, just being very aware of language and um, and these different forms of communication. And it's like, well, they're good at it. They're using it on me. I better get good at it. That's kind of how I thought about it. Now, undoubtedly, you learned a lot of things as you was uh, going through West Point and then got into the service side. You spent some time in Germany and there were a lot of folks that must have deposited some good wisdom in you uh, early on something that you would uh, potentially share with someone that's coming up now? Yeah. Um, man, that's, that's a great question. Um, Cause you, you know, the person I always fall back on when I think about the leader that I want to emulate the most um, other than my father, um, it was, um, it wasn't a, a direct military leader, but someone was very supportive of the military. It was, it was Jim Trestle. He was the head football coach at Ohio state. And my dad worked for him uh, for a number of years. And, um, I, you know, he got a raw deal and all that stuff that happened. But um, just the way I saw him lead that team and the way he would communicate, it was never about yelling and stuff. It was more, it, it, it was that feeling. It's like, I disappointed you, coach. You know, it, it's like they had that level of respect for him. And I just, you know, saw that. He's got all sorts of quotes and words of wisdom. Um that um you know that i've always just i always i always gravitated towards that maybe i just grew up being a football coach and obviously being close to the trestles but um other than any you know military leader uh that i had you know yeah i didn't uh sadly i i i part of the reason i got out of the military is the the people i had in my chain of command i you know i i didn't uh, i wasn't comfortable with what was going on and that led to part of my decision to get out i had friends that had awesome leaders and i always was envious like, man, I wish I had someone, you know, that I would have had direct 
mentorship with like that, but I didn't. And uh, that's why uh, Trestle's, Trestle's a guy for me. <laughs> well, definitely mentorship makes a big and huge difference and mm-hmm. earn that respect, right? Leaders earning that respect, you will literally give the shirt off your back and go the extra right. mile. So I love what you're hearing. So now let's dive into challenges. Uh, Scott, so how do you handle challenges either you're currently facing or have faced in the past? Um, really, uh, knowing that everything, everything's my fault, hundred percent responsibility. So it's all my fault. Um, and then meditating on it, <laughs> you know, that some of, some of those, you just realize, Hey, this is reality. What are you going to do next? Um, the power of now, you know, being present in the moment, you know, don't let things control you that are outside of your control. Um, it doesn't always work. Uh, sure, there's there's uh, fear and anxiety at all times um, for everybody, not just entrepreneurs. But um, you know, I, I but you know, as an entrepreneur, you kind of are forced maybe to face face that stuff a little bit more head on. And um, you know, I just like to, to to continue to to be open to these kind of other other ways of thinking about you know, the the soul and, and the spirit and how that plays into all of this because you know we're not just again we're not just doing this for a paycheck it's got to tie into your know, your overall well-being and your your mentality so it's 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 all about mental health um and uh you know trying to find avenues of the mental health realm that um aren't pharmaceutical try to stay away that stuff but but recognize hey more and more military veterans are getting into the yogas and the meditations and even some of the uh, plant medicine stuff um and uh, you know i've seen a lot better results um for dealing with you know the challenges that happen with uh, disappointments and failures that are going to come inevitably as we transition out of the military it takes a while to figure things out and um you know sometimes i even say hey get fired uh because if you're going to get fired, that wasn't going to be a good job for you anyways. You know, you're going to have these challenges. Um, you might as well be ready for them and, and be setting up other avenues to either deal with it, but also look for other opportunities, you know, as you're dealing with them. Because that's when opportunities show up. You, you'd be surprised when you're kind of forced to to do something about it. Yeah, and those uh, changes, those uh, are brought on, you know, through those times of difficulties, you have to make another decision. You have to decide which way you're going to go. And so there's strategies that you have probably implemented in times of change where you needed to say, hey, you know what, maybe this is not the way to go. I have to go somewhere else um, and be able to do that without losing too much skin. Right. Uh, but uh, what strategies do you incorporate when times of change come to you? Um, honestly, I think the best thing that, that's working for, for me right now and for, for anybody, it's you know, the strategic networking, but using the technology, we got to stop being afraid of this technology. You know, we're on a podcast right now. This is free. YouTube, free. LinkedIn, free. Um, people, especially in our community, are willing to communicate, but um, it's not about reaching out and asking for help. It's you know, trying to see, hey, how how can how can I be of service, or or here's how I want to serve, or or what are you up to, man? I really like what you're doing. Is there anything you know I could do to to learn from you to help you out? Um, and 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 so you know why not why not start a podcast or a YouTube channel? Whether you're teaching something or showcasing other people or trying to learn a new skill, 
um, in the process, you're going to be learning the skill of communication, getting over that you know, fear a lot of us have of whether it's, uh, I just want to be a quiet professional. This isn't about getting famous. It's about building a brand. At the end of the day, the ultimate tactic is you have to be known. Um, you don't have to be super well-known. You don't have to be a celebrity. That's the cool thing about what's going on right now. You just have to be known by those you want to either get hired by or um, you know, get as clients or customers or, or, or whatever you're trying to, or whoever you're trying to attract, really. Um, and, and so the, the, there's so much information. There's so many people out there that are willing to help on utilizing some of those tactics because the reality is 99% of people won't do it. Um, and so if you are doing it, you're going you're gonna to stand out. Now, get, being good at that at that point, that's kind of the forcing mechanism to, to be like, okay, now I kind of, people know who I am for whatever reason. Um, you know, what are we going to do with that? And, and that's where it gets fun and, and you got to be creative. I mean, getting into those creative juices is absolutely necessary uh, to stand out. And if, and if you don't want to stand out, if you got the skill set and you can just get hired to do the thing you want, that's awesome too. Because <laughs> we, we, need, we need everybody. But for those guys who maybe if they did stand out, they could share a message that somebody else needed to hear. hear. Um, is it not their duty to do that and get out, out of the cubicle uh, in some capacity? And they don't put their job, you can do it in your free time, right? So that's, that's the real tactic. And you never know what's going to happen if you put yourself out there. You know, putting yourself out there is great. Having yourself ask someone, just go out there and put yourself out there, right? Because you get either a yes or no, or maybe. So don't be afraid of that. It's always good. And talk about ask. Hopefully the folks listening in that are the career military folks that want to replace that paycheck, want to know more about the U.S. vet wealth. How do they either go to hold a you, Scott, and ask or U.S. vet wealth? Yeah, well, um, our website's usvetwealth.com. Got a ton of info um, on there about we do more broader stuff. Um, so tons of info on our website there. And um, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's the best place to find me, Scott R. Tucker. And uh, yeah, happy to connect and answer whatever questions uh, you may have. Outstanding. Now, we'll, we'll have that as information uh, to the video and the show notes. And so everybody can get a hold of Scott there uh, and you as Vet Wealth. Uh, Scott, it's been great to talk to you. I am so happy that you are enjoying uh, you know, nature and, and all that is worth because you have mentioned mental health earlier and Hey, I can't think of a better place than to be at a farm secluded <laughs> where there's not much of, the, of anything going on. Uh, but thank you for your time this morning. And, and folks, if, if you want to get a hold of us at the leadership void, the leadership void at gmail.com is where you will send that in uh, questions or requests. You want us to cover leadership topics uh, that we'd be happy to curate that and look at it and approach it uh, from the best angle. Uh, but uh, Scott, once again, thanks. Thank you guys. I really enjoyed the conversation. <laughs> we enjoyed your, your words of wisdom. Um, U.S. wealth uh, is awesome. Great, great opportunity for vets out there. Just to let you know, um, we are here every first and the 15th, like a paycheck on our uh, LinkedIn Live for radio checks. So check us out at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We just want to reach out to our brothers and sisters in arms, component of mental health, as uh, Scott Enrique mentioned. 
uh, not only vets, also first responders and spouses. 7 p.m. first and the 15th uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, next week, we have another dynamic guest. Please tune into that. Our subscription drive is going strong. We're reaching our 200 uh, subscriber. And once you go to our YouTube channel of The Leadership Void, you enter a drawing to win this wonderful book by Scott McGregor. It's titled uh, Standing Your O, The Salute Edition. So please sign up. You get a subscription uh, for the best podcast out there called Leadership Void and a chance to win this book, which is autographed. And lastly, we're just so honored to have the home team of Round Point Mortgage Service Corporations as our platinum sponsor for this show. We're just excited to collaborate with them. But today we're honored to have Scott Tucker here um, from the US Vet Well. Thank you, Scott. No, thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.